As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. All right, listen here. When you come to the Olive Garden, you're fine. Oi there, Tom. What I call we got a red lobster with Linda. Love Linda. Shut the fuck up, Arthur. Now the breadsticks... Are unlimited. Well, it's always whiskey unlimited, mate. What are you doing here, Alfie? You're not a part of this organization. But if you must, you can leave the grace. You want me to say grace? You're unrelenting god, you fuck off, mate. Just say the bloody grace, or somebody give me some fucking whiskey. Good morning, sweet world! And welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Wednesday, October 26th, 2022. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory. And alongside me, as always, Tess Mellis. I hope you guys are like me. You like British humor, but sometimes you just don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Next to Tess, it's the beard of one top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey, yo. And just out of arm's reach, over there, making the magic happen, super producer J.D. Hello. There he is. And here we are. Shout out to the stream team for joining us live right now on YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, and thrive. If you're a podcast OG, please rate and review wherever you download and listen to our classics. We'd really appreciate that. Go get your No Dunks merch over at NoDunks.com. Hottest item in the store right now? What is it? Mr. Temper Boy. Really? T-shirts, mugs. Yeah, Clay Thompson got one. You uh-huh. ordered one, huh? Yeah, we have fast shipping. Breaking tea, they don't mess around. <laughs> As soon as he got ejected last night, he ordered a Mr. Temperboy t-shirt, and there he is, uh, walking around, I guess, just uh, the bowels of the arena. He, this was uh, taken earlier today. <laughs> I think he's just trying to like walk off some steam, you know, because he's fired up right now. We're going to get into that. Uh, but go to nodunks.com, get your Temperboy shirts and any of your No Dunks merch. Send in your questions and comments to nodunks.theathletic.com. We'll actually hit the beach today. A little beach step in, reading a few of your cues and comments. And a reminder here. This is really a reminder for you guys, just as much as it is to everybody listening or watching. Get your picks in for the No Dunks NBA Survivor Pool, because prizes are on the line. Uh, top three finishers can win an NBA jersey. The link to our pool is in the YouTube show notes, and uh, I believe you have like this week to lock it in, because it started. I know some people are already out. Some people took the Clippers. <laughs> oh, uh, when when did the Clippers play... Um, Yesterday, last, last night. night. Thank yeah. you against the Thunder. Yeah. Uh, so some people are like they took LA and and they lost and they're done. 
Mm. Just like that. Yep, it's over. <laughs> uh, right. Duke Woodbridge, I believe, one man's name was. Oh, Dukey. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes you, you make the easy pick because it's not about point spreads. You just nope. think they're going to get the win. Of course, they're playing OKC. But injuries happen. Three big names out. Troy, right. Paul George, mm-hmm. and Markeith Morris. And it or is Marcus a survivor pool. So, like, if you, you know, let's say you took the Thunder last night. Good for you. What a pick. You now couldn't take OKC moving forward for the rest uh-huh. of the season. It's yeah. a, it's the classic uh, right. eliminator, if you want to call it that. So get them in. All right? Don't forget. There's over 1,000 people in this. should be fun. Uh, yesterday, if you're a fan of Formula One racing, go check out No Breaks with Trey and Graydon, recapping the USGP. Uh, Graydon uh, talked in a southern drawl for the entirety of the show. No, for about two minutes yeah like yeah. one sentence yeah yeah it was yeah. good though it's weird, it's weird to hear him do it uh, <laughs> southern accent, i think actually <laughs> uh so that is a lot of fun no breaks that's got its own youtube feed its own podcast feed and then later today we're gonna post it for the final time here on no dunks <laughs> is this good maddie o's podcast special guest amir blumenfeld dropping by this one today to my talk about, goodness yeah to talk about those topics there any guesses tass at what these are uh, we're showing the thumbnail to all the uh, podcast listeners. So there's a man holding many <laughs> rolls of toilet paper. Yeah. Hoarding. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What, what okay. is that one? Okay. The, the decision between one ply or two ply. Okay. There's a license plate with uh, the letters C-A-T-T-M-O-M, cat mom. So just the just strictly whether you like if a, if a pet owner is called a mom or a dad. Okay. Is May- that hey, that maybe. Is? We'll find out. And final <laughs> or, one? Or just personalized license plates. Ooh, that one's you're closer, Tass. Hotter, nice. hotter. Vanity plates? Yeah. And then? Oh. Was it hotter or or is that it? No, you're vanity right. It's plates. vanity. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, uh, candy in a bowl. Halloween candy. <laughs> Going trick-or-treating as a adolescent, as a young no, adult. No, you were sort of closer with your first guess. It is leaving the bowl of candy uh, out mm. on the porch Timely. during Halloween. Yeah. So, uh, mm. yeah, Amir Blumenfeld coming on with Matteo, myself, JD, for Is This Good? We'll have it here in No Dunks, but there are links to the new Is This Good feed. It's on YouTube. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. Hell, Matteo got it on Stitcher. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so search Jeez, for is this up. good? <laughs> Whoa! Search for is this good on whatever platform you listen to your podcast or watch your podcast. I guarantee no subscribe. one's listening to this podcast on Stitcher. <laughs> I mean, I don't even think we have a. Stitcher nope, we one. don't. Yeah. No, I had a, a password for it. Got deleted in in the latest migration of passwords. Really? Nobody oh. cares about <laughs> Nobody. it. Stitcher you. Three to four listeners. Man. <laughs> yeah, we're Matty not going to Stitcher you anymore. Matteo cares. We are. We're dropouts. Of oh, Stitcher do you think Matteo wanted a, a Stitcher? Is this good feed because he's like really into like coats right now and fabrics <laughs> and selling a tire like that with his dad? Yes. You think so? Yes, yes. That's my theory. Think so. Okay, so uh, is this good? Uh, I think that's at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern today. Yeah. Uh, okay. We'll hit the beach, like I said, but let's recap these games. And we got to start with the Suns pushing past the Warriors for the 134-105 to victory. Hello in Phoenix. But the story is Clay Thompson getting ejected, <laughs> getting into it with Booker, everybody getting teed up. Uh, what, what did you think about Clay? Turning into Mr. Temper Boy here. 
Yes, he's had a, a couple months of being angry. He, he called out uh, Ronnie 2K, the yeah. NBA 2K promoter, yeah. for, for his poor three-point rating in public. Called him a friggin' hater. Uh, and then he went and cyber-bullied him. Yeah. Uh, as, as he appeared on ESPN, he said, what are, you, what are you putting this promoter on? I thought this was about athletes, this, this ESPN channel. He did apologize. Uh, but Marcus Thompson has a good article on The Athletic about why Clay Thompson was mad. At first I thought, Maybe he just has some, a beef with Devin Booker. They play the same position. Maybe he yeah. just maybe he just wants a little bit more cred as, as one of the best point or shooting guards in the game. But it's just a battle with himself, according to Marcus Thompson, who has got his finger on the pulse of the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Clay just not very happy with his performance, missing all five of his threes. Not a good night. A one of eight shooting. He was just uh, pretty angry. I wonder if he's a little angry with the Warriors defensive performance to start this season as well he should be <laughs> offensively offensively they're they're fine but yeah three straight first halves as uh, they did against the the suns 70 plus points allowed that's a freaking lot of points uh so uh yeah he's got some things to uh, to be mad about of course the second unit i think with the warriors is uh, is a bit of a problem with the defense with the young guys i think that's you know one thing that we that we know is different from last year gary payton Coming off the bench, Otto Porter coming off the bench. A little bit more uh, people to yeah, stem the tide. But listen, the Phoenix, we got to give a lot, so much credit to the Phoenix Suns. How good do they look? I, I questioned the vibes coming mm-hmm. into this season. Uh, but my goodness, the, they do look like that finals team that got there two years ago. The, the passing, the cross-court passing, you know, those... Those passes that don't rely on athleticism, they just rely on pinpoint passing. Guys open because of off-ball screens, the off-ball movement, the skip passes, the skip say less passes. Uh, You cannot stop those. Uh, So the Phoenix Suns looking absolutely great and uh, causing a lot of problems amongst everybody. (laughs) And they they just just look good. So I'm eating some of my words here uh, to start the season because the Suns look damn good right now. What did you think of uh, Clay and Booker going at it, verbally sparring, and and like I said, it's sort of going nuts there in that in that third quarter where everybody was getting teed up. I mean, in fact, like Eaton was getting teed up while they were, you know, <laughs> chirping with each other. And by all accounts, Booker saying uh, all he kept saying is basically four rings. I got four <laughs> yeah. rings, uh, and he was leaning on that. Clay was, but you know, Booker gave it to him last night. Had a huge game. He's had a great start of the season. And Clay has struggled, not just in last night's game. He's shooting 35% from the field and 28.6% from deep. Um, was it just that? He's just pissed off yeah. with his performance and let them know I got the rings, but, you know, Booker's coming right back at him. Yeah, you can tell you're not playing well when you bring up the past decade. And I think that's exactly what was happening with Clay Thompson. Uh, one for eight, like Tess said, just two points. He couldn't get it going. Meanwhile, Booker was cooking for the majority of the game last night, tensions were high. This was just a game that you could tell the Suns really wanted. Absolutely. It felt like the Warriors were competing just as hard, though they didn't play nearly as well. I thought the Suns did an awesome job of taking advantage of their size, uh, advantage that they do have over the Warriors. Mm-hmm. They would run a screen and roll, and just whoever's the tallest guy, he's standing right near the rim, throw it in. It was ja- Jock Landale had 17 points. Mm-hmm. Basically all little layups just at the hoop, hit a three-pointer as well. Aiton had a pretty solid game. Uh, once he got into the flow of things. Let me look at my notes here. 16 points. He went 6 of 14 from the field. It was pretty simple basketball for the Suns, and that had to be frustrating for the Warriors. They haven't been able to play defense yet this season. They are trying to integrate a lot of young guys into the rotation, trying to make them huge pieces of the rotation. So, yeah, I think Clay was just pretty pissed at playing poorly (laughs) himself and the team not doing very well 
as well. I wonder how much impact the minutes restriction is having on him as well. Um, Clay, I'm talking yep. about here, you know, because he he almost like sounded surprised at the start of the season that that was going to be how they were going to tackle it, that he wasn't just going to be back to being good old Clay and getting his minutes and getting his reps. And instead, they're slow playing it because of previous injuries. And I wonder if that's just like a part of his frustration. But yeah, last night he just sucked, and Booker, uh, who is compared to Clay a lot, if we're being honest, is, uh, in terms of like the just like the lights out shooting guards in this league and Booker after the game had, I thought an amazing response to everything that went down. He said, quote, we're just two competitors. I love Clay Thompson. I have for a really long time, but it's not going to excuse us from being competitive and talking to each other. I've always admired his game, how he plays on both ends of the ball. And obviously the rings speak for themselves. Facts there. All true. Yeah. All true. He's like, I'm not too mad because I just cooked Clay's ass, but he's had an incredible career. But yeah, Booker was so good last night. 34 points. I love to see the seven assists as well. He's at his highest assist percentage since Chris Paul has shown up uh, to the Phoenix Suns. So I like to see the little bit of a jump he's made from a handle perspective, from a playmaking perspective. He's had 28 and nine to start the season, followed by 33 and three, 35 and four, 34 and seven. All NBA first team last year. Looks like he could be getting there as well this season mm-hmm. yeah he looks different in that yeah he wants to create more and, and i think that's a key for this team you can't rely on chris paul to do it all the time uh and for him to play off the ball as much his numbers are going to come down he's shooting nearly one of two from three here 48 percent from three uh but the numbers are up across the board he's leading the way and the only game they've lost was a really close game against the blazers that went into overtime so they are uh they are showing out up and down the roster yeah, they're, they're, they're getting a lot of easy buckets for everybody, you know, including Jock. Is his name Jack? Landale. Uh, I know. You, know, well, you but, always want to say Jack, yeah, but it's Jock. But it's a Jock. And, yeah, he's, he's, he's letting it fly from three. Uh, everybody uh, everybody knows the rules. Again, I, I was having flashbacks to that Buck series in the finals where they just know where to go. Like Mikhail Bridges and everybody, you know, he had a seven for eight night. And they really brought the, the, the intensity, obviously. Mm-hmm. They had double the amount of free throws that the Warriors did. And, and that's just telling of who's bringing the intensity. I know Warriors fans will be pissed they didn't get some, uh, some calls. Rightfully so, but you're in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it felt a lot different than getting pounded by 50 uh, to the Mavericks. They, they, were, they were bringing it. Well, that's, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Like, this was supposed to be the Western Conference Finals matchup really last year. Uh, until the Suns shot the bed against the Mavericks. Um, this is who we were supposed to have, really, uh, Suns versus Warriors. So, uh, you know, were the Suns trying to send, like, did they want this one a little more? I know Reggie was talking about that on the broadcast. Like, this win was more important to them, or uh, this game was, than it was to the Warriors. But I'll be interested to see how, after the clay ejection, all the stuff Kerr was saying after the game, even Draymond, about the defense being non-existent, like, they've been brutal. Will this get the Warriors going here? a little bit or is it more of an issue of the personnel in a lot of these young guys um not getting enough stops getting opportunities getting minutes and actually bringing it on that end but not being able to play uh, cohesively as a as a good defense here mm-hmm. we'll see we'll see obviously i don't think anybody's concerned they're about two the and two no no yeah it's not not a huge worry but uh punked last night and phoenix uh feeling good and, and booker 130 points through his first four games here <laughs> as long with all the great playmaking Big, big win. Anything else from this one? Were you surprised Clay got tossed on this, like, the quick second tee from good old Ed Malloy and his slick-backed <laughs> hair, keeping gel products I, in service? I, I, it's <laughs> Keeping gel <laughs> products in Gel, is this good? You don't think uh, Ed Malloy has evolved to a, a pomade or, a, 
you know? And probably not. He looks like a gel guy to me. You're right. You're right. Uh, I'm just asking the question. Yeah, he's got a dippity-doo going on there. Uh, I kind of think he had no choice. I know Ed likes to involve himself in the game. But Clay and Devin Booker, they came together. Yeah, they, well, they, they, bumped, they bumped. They got double techs. Yeah, but then the second Devin Booker, was Devin Booker walked away. Yeah, he walked away. Clay mm-hmm. walked away at first as well, and then Clay wanted some more. Like he left the bench essentially, you know, left the bench area to get some more. So was, he, yeah, didn't, he, was, he, he didn't have to, but he uh, admirably didn't have to. But it was kind of brought on by Clay. <laughs> what was your favorite uh, Clay gesture? Putting up the straight up four, yeah, of course, man. Of course. <laughs> like he's Arn Anderson, and people were saying on Twitter, or uh, he was doing a lot of pointing as he was going off too. Yeah, I guess to the idea of rings on his fingers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of the same thing. I, f- I guess the four I like is the more four. impressive to me than pointing at a ring because Curry, Curry's the ring pointer. Yeah, on the Warriors. Yeah, yeah. So you're you're kind of like stealing his move a little bit. There. There's also a photo of it. Looks like it looks pointing like Clay's pointing watch. at his wrist. Yeah. I was like, well, it's game time. Hold on, what's going on here? Got yeah. a World Series of Poker championship bracelet <laughs> as well. You got my four rings. You got to do it funnier. There's there's uh, like the best one I think is is Kobe on the bench doing counting one, it out two three four five <laughs> right right that's the best one. <laughs> there's a way of doing four better. So you just well, want you want Clay to some creativity. count it up. Yeah, okay. We we all know every every child can do that. Every, <laughs> this we has been that. like you said, that's Steph's. Everybody can do that. Pointing at your wrist is Damian Lillard. But yeah. Listen. What about double deuces then? Yep. <laughs> two and two. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Clay doing that yeah. actually. <laughs> doing something like that. You know, just a two. A two. <laughs> that's four, baby. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's stick with the numbers and move to the other game. Trey <laughs> Murphy the third Love numbers <laughs> leads the undermanned Pelicans past the Mavericks one thirteen one eleven. This was the first game on TNT, um, and this one was a very entertaining game, despite no Zion, no Brandon Ingram, no Herb Jones for crying out loud for all you defensive-minded sickos out there missing three of their best players. But the Pelicans uh, did it by committee, and Trey Murphy the third not missing a shot. TK perfect in. Whatever, like, you know, 30-plus minutes, 22 points for this kid. What's better than this? <laughs> Guys being dudes. Yeah. That's what this genre of victory is to me. When you're shorthanded, you're missing all the stars, but then it's next-man-up mentality. Everybody's got to play a bunch more minutes, which gives everybody the freedom to play their game, and they play incredibly well. Nine Pelicans played, and eight of them were in double digits. Yeah, that's huge. That's guys being dudes right there. <laughs> Trey Murphy the third, though, he has to be a three-point shooter. There's no other position he could play. <laughs> 13 of 19 so far on the season. Four of four from three last night. Uh, the perfect game. I did wonder, do his friends call him Murph? I can't imagine no, they do. Doesn't no. seem like a Murph to me. I would also give a huge shout-out to CJ McCollum, who had a pretty cool game, I did think. Uh, only 14 points. But had 11 assists as well. And I think it's cool that he's really stepped up his playmaking since coming to the Pelicans from the Blazers. Because Portland needed him to score. But the Pelicans need him to score. And they need him to get everybody else involved as well. So he had 11 assists last night. 12 the game prior. He's averaging a career-high 7.8 assists per game so far. And it's just been found money for the Blazers. The fact that he's not just going to be scoring his own baskets, that he's able to get easy ones uh, for the rest of the team. So I thought the Pelicans played with great intensity, with great effort, and like so much spirit. They didn't think they were shorthanded yeah, at no. all. And you could tell right from the jump that uh, they were there to win this game. So I said on yesterday's show, they got a pretty tough schedule for the next 
couple of weeks mm-hmm. here. They need to steal one of these games, and they need to beat the Lakers. They went out and beat the Mavericks pretty handily. Even though it was only a two-point win, it felt like the Pelicans were in control for the majority of this game. Yeah, and CJ, he struggled to shoot last night, 6 of 20 from the floor overall, but like all the playmaking, and he hit in the fourth quarter like two or three big baskets when this was a close game, even though I'm with you, it was an odd one. It's like the Pelicans controlled the game, were playing with uh, you know more intensity and getting at it, and yet the Mavericks were up in the fourth quarter, you know, at, at a certain point in this game. So it was, they did have to come back and uh, take care of business. But CJ, man, I think this is like legit one of the most like overlooked storylines in the NBA. The idea of like he's a point guard. Yeah, he is their point guard, and uh, we never thought of him that as that in in Portland, of course, playing beside Dame. But uh, he's really taken to this role, mm-hmm. and, and is incredible so far this season. And leading uh, a great story of a team so far, uh, sitting at three at one, three and one. I'm buying it. I'm buying it. How can you not buy it after three starters go down and three guys, Najee Marshall, Jose Alvarado, and Trey Murphy making their first start of the season? They come in and as, as we said, didn't miss a beat. Eight guys in double figures. Nobody scored more than 22. Everybody could make a play. Dyson Daniels coming in, driving. Oh, he was great. Yeah, he's driving, stopped. If he, if he was stopped, he could hit a three ball. Uh, everybody just moving the ball and playing ridiculously hard on defense. That was a hard game for Luka Doncic, even if it was a, a nice 37-point performance. Uh, he was uh, he was pissed the way that last play played out. I think he wanted to get he wanted to get the ball on the move towards his spot where he ended up taking his uh, step back, but he had to back up because I think the guy picked his his own player picked. The Pelicans player towards his own spot, so he had to back up and then come there. And then it was a few feet behind where he wanted to shoot it. Be Around, honest, though, so, did you think it was going in? Yeah, that's possibly. Like Luca's shot, basically. Possibly, but he he wasn't. He didn't. It was just a bit of a longer run to get there, and he was angry. But yeah, I mean, we could t- be talking about this a lot differently. But I think the Pelicans just did such a good job of angering him. And I'm buying in. It's hard not to buy into this team. Uh, you know, there there are going to be. Uh, injuries along the way uh, with Zion for sure, but here we are. Guys just overachieving. It's cool to see a guy like a Trey Murphy go eight for eight. Second year player. A lot of these times, these dead eye shooters, they don't pan out. <laughs> they're just, they're, they have one skill, but this guy is panning out. Like, and Aaron Neesmith is a guy who comes to mind who was a 50% point shooter, a three point shooter in college. Hasn't panned out as well as you'd think but Trey Murphy second year player and nice pick by David Griffith things are looking good and guys just like come in like you said guys being dudes Najee Marshall uh, absolutely doing everything they need like just working hard up and down the roster Jackson Hayes made a nice like on the move pass <laughs> guys, guys are uh, guys are playing really really well and the, the Larry Nance pickup obviously key too I mean they, they're playing third stringers here uh, and they won you're buying this from the Pelicans here early in the early in the season well, they're playing super hard, they're playing without their stars, and they look to have a pretty deep team. Like Tass is saying, if you're bringing Devontae Graham off the bench, he's a perfect third guard, because Alvarado can step up. He was making plays off the dribble that was a little bit surprising. Obviously, the Pelicans have confidence in themselves and their teammates, and I think that is huge. They have picked up where they left off in the playoffs last year, you know, almost surprising the Suns and taking uh, taking them down in their yeah. first-round series. So, yeah, I think what the Pelicans have got going right now is really nice. We still want to see their team at full strength because if they've got this deep of a roster, once they whittle down their rotation, going to be a very tough out. And any thoughts on the Mavericks here starting season one and two? Luka doing pretty impressive things in terms of the box score. But uh, what are your takeaways from 
Wood, Christian Wood and Dinwiddie and, and the rest of this uh, crew here? I think we, we questioned who is there yet. They're number two and number three. Trey brought up that Spencer Dinwiddie has to step into that role. Jalen Brunson out. He's done that. Mm-hmm. He looked really good last night. One one uh, clanger that went to, that could have gone his way. This game is in a different direction. And Christian Wood, too, has obviously played to his capabilities. He is balling. So I don't think there's really any worries uh, at this point. Would they like a little bit more offensive talent amongst their forwards? Yeah, probably, you know, amongst Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock. Uh, but this is who they are, and I think they're sort of playing to their, you know, I think they're playing to their capabilities. I, th- I think they look pretty damn good. Yeah, well, they're first in offense. The, wow. the Mavericks yeah. are first yeah, in offense. The defense they're, is going to be the issue. Oh, they're not even that bad on defense. They're yeah. 14th on defense right now. They lost their first game by two points, and they lost last night by two points. They're one and two. They're doing fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next game here, SGA's 33 helps OKC top the shorthanded Clippers. So no Kawhi resting his knee. Paul George missed the game with an illness. And Marcus Morris out for personal reasons. But SGA... Uh, nice to see the uh, the big line from him, the 33 points in a win, and it's the Thunder's uh, first win here. And he had he had missed the last game on Sunday against Minnesota with a bruised left hip, but he's right back in here, Tass and uh, taking care of business. Perfect at the line, did all this on 22 field goal attempts, had eight assists, three steals, three blocks. Great game for SGA. OKC used to be a tough place to play, and it was a tough place to play last night. Uh, OKC kept grabbing offensive rebounds. They had. Uh, Nearly 30 more shots than the uh, the LA Clippers because uh, they you know, tripled their offensive rebound number, 21 to seven. So that was uh, a big factor. Uh, yeah, this team is uh, talented when you when you watch them play. Uh, a, a Trey Mann uh, can get into the lane. He's a pretty fun watch. Uh, the big question uh, for me is, you know, besides Shea, uh, you know, Wiggins and. Aaron Wiggins uh, <laughs> and uh, you know Pokushevsky sort of looks like a player. The question is, what's what's up with Lou Dort? See, I, yeah, I used to have a lot of faith. If he was playing better, then this team could be, you know, a tough out, a tough uh, team to beat every single night. He's uh, it, it's a little bit odd, but yeah, they they beat the Clippers sort of B-ish team last night with a, a lot of effort. They blew the game open with a twenty-one to zero run there in the third quarter. Um, my my only note about SGA is he looks. He looks like I don't know. He hasn't really added size or like bulk, but he just seems stronger because guys are like bouncing off him last night. Um, Terrence Mann, a couple of times, who's not a small guy himself, he's a man for crying out loud. He's not a boy. Um, SGA was like bullying him, uh, you know, as he would sort of attack and get to his spot. So he was he was he was great. And uh, you know, anytime SGA is going to have a great game, I'm going to be pumped. But I'm not going to say anything about an All Star. Not not at all. No way. Not today. Not yet. Soon. He might be an all-star. He should be an all-star. Lock it in. SGA for the all-star game. No, it was great. Try any notes on this one. Uh, Clippers are struggling here. Clippers are actually struggling pretty hard to start the season, especially offensively. They're 29th in offense, and it's all because of the same things that happened last night. 18 turnovers for the Clippers, and they gave up 21 offensive rebounds. You're giving the Thunder a lot of chances there so the so far this season the clippers have lost the turnover battle in every single game that's impossible to do yeah they just have a lot of unfamiliarity i think with both paul george and Kawhi leonard out there terrence mann was running point guard a lot he ain't really a creator john wall is probably the best passer on the team outside of paul george i would guess so i assume they'll get better 
as the season goes on. Um, but turnovers could be a problem. And offensive rebounding is going to basically always be a problem, I think, for this team because Zubach is their only big guy. You can beat them on the glass. The, th- uh, the Thunder have done a pretty good job starting this season beating teams on the glass. They've done it to the Timberwolves as well, so maybe a little bit of a bad matchup there. But that is something that we're going to have to keep an eye on going forward is can you take advantage of the Clippers inside because they are a small team. Mm-hmm. As for the other man, Trey man, as for the other man, name it. Uh, JD, I don't know name the it. other man. Come on. I thought the song's called The Other Man. It yes. is. By Crash Test Dummies. No, it's by Sloan. Come oh, on, guys. Yeah. Uh, Trey man. For <laughs> Should OKC. we stand up? No, you don't need to stand up. It's not an anthem. <laughs> no, well. No, any any you know musical song, reference. You know any, yeah, I guess. Yeah, okay. It's a great song. I feel like Sloan. Um, Trey Man, I just want to give him some love for OKC. It was We did have man-on-man action there last night. Uh, but he displayed some, like... Some improved defense, I think I would say, about uh, you know stepping in, drawing some charges, getting some steals, some deflections. And then he had 25 points in this game, too. I know SGA is the star, but he really helped him out there. So good game for him. He's the leading scorer, though. What's is that? Is he not? Overall on this team, I think Trey Mann's leading. He was going into this game. Really? Anyway. Well, good yeah. for him. Good for him. Well, he added a little defense last night, which I like to see, against the uh, the Clippers without their stars. I got a question here. Yeah. Uh, it, it Sloan, is... my favorite Sloan song? Uh, yeah, Muddy go City, ahead. Muddy City Maniacs or whatever, I guess. Oh, well, sell it, man. I mean, <laughs> well, I don't know the name of it. Now I'm second guessing. I didn't myself. ask you. Yes, you asked yourself. Maniacs. Yeah. Money. Money or Muddy? Money. Money. Oh. JD knows it. Yeah, we used to play it yeah. uh, during yeah. the Sports Doctors. Oh, yeah, of course I remember that. Sports Doctors theme, actually. <laughs> oh, it was the theme, yeah. No, I'm locked in. I don't hear anything at the Sloan beginning of the show. Sloan is a Canadian rock band, for those that don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've sort of been trying to get away from all the Canadian Canadiana. I am, anyways. We had a great Canadian question, but I said, nah. You, you are? Second... Don't look over your shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Toronto Blue Jays pennant and a moose. So you're not doing a good job of getting yeah. away from Well, I, I, I placed those both on the wall. Uh, but those, yeah, that was the summer. <laughs> Things have changed. Anyway, uh, yeah, so Sloan. What else you want to talk about? <laughs> no, you were going to uh, say. No. You were, well, I, I was going to say, I was gonna say uh, this is just a question about the NBA overall. Yeah. So there was a ball that went out in the Pelicans game, minute left, and it appeared to go off of Devontae Graham, Pelicans guard Devontae Graham. Oh, yeah, Graham. yeah, okay, I know you're uh, But they ruled it off of Dallas. No one looks at it unless it's a challenge now, which which is the rule good. from last year. It, I think overall, it's a good thing. It's We just don't know anymore. It was, it was getting insane. It was, it was getting... Well, that's why the rule was implemented I'm, before the year, well, before know. last year. Yeah. Because of that weird... that There was that strange guy who was dribbling on the sideline I can't even recall the players was it a Devin Booker where he was like it kind of went off a guy flicked a guy knocked oh, it out oh. and it hit off yeah. the dribbler's hand but it didn't really hit off his hand because the other guy knocked it out but they went to the oh, replay yeah. and it, so, was, so anyways it was, there was a, I think it was anyways it doesn't matter all I'm trying to say is a minute <laughs> left in this game let's say let's say Ed Malloy makes a horrible call can't Courtney Kirkland come over and say I think we should go to the booth I, I think I think oh, you screwed God. up I know <laughs> no don't I mean you I, know what because it, it usually but, balances itself out that's yeah, the thing usually it does but so not always in the span of 82 games it does you're gonna get okay, some calls but key moment not. key moment in the game Malloy messes up He's fixing his hair, and some, and he misses a call. I think a referee should be able to say, 
just these are very you rare instances. It, you blew it, Ed. Yeah, I had a better angle. Sometimes they don't know who it is. Sometimes they don't know who it went off of. They're all just hands up yeah. in the air. They're all the uh, shrug emoji. They all don't know. Uh, and they just say, okay, that, that team got it. Anyways, better. It, it is, it is Honestly, better, better regular than season another 100%. 10 minutes of them going to look at a monitor. And then they do it another 24 seconds later because the same thing happens underneath the net. Who the hell knows who it went off? Probably went off both of them. Yeah. It's just like, ugh, this is better. Yes. I mean, especially like keep your challenge, use it wisely when you think like, oh, we really need this possession or we need this, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I prefer this. Like, oh, of but course. Maybe I'm in, I no, no. I'm, well, there's no debate about maybe I'm the other replay man. versus non-replay. <laughs> yeah. Nice long. <laughs> no one's rooting for me. Those are the lyrics. Okay. Uh, I looked them up. All right. Final one here. Uh, Beal. Bradley Beal limited by his back. Uh, he only played like 21 minutes in this because of back tightness. He, he like sat the second quarter, came back. Uh, but in the end, the Wizards won. They rolled past the Pistons 120 to 99. My question here, guys, are the Wizards tricking us again? Okay, last year they won 10 of their first 13 games. This year they've won three of their first four. Uh, nobody can shoot against them. Is it their defense or just nobody can hit a shot? I don't know, but they are keeping teams to like under 43% shooting, something like that here on the year. They haven't played great teams, but Trey, are the Wizards good? No! <laughs> oh, okay. But they're going over. We said they're going over at 35 and yeah, a half, and you can lock it in because they have a lot of veterans on their team. <laughs> oh, easy, buddy. Excuse me. A lot of vets on this year's team, and it feels to me like Brad Beal, Kyle Kuzma, and Chris Stapps Porzingis are at least committed on the defensive end right now. We'll see how things progress. Maybe somebody picks up an injury. Maybe they hit a rough patch, and it sends them into a tailspin. Mm-hmm. But for now... They're doing a great job of committing defensively. There's a nice uh, write-up on The Athletic about how fired up the team got from Bradley Beal taking a charge. Yeah. I just took a charge. <laughs> and they decided, fine, we're winning this game by 20 points. I love to see that. And I also love to see how much cutting the Wizards were doing. They were getting so many baskets on back cuts, on secondary actions. It wasn't just stand around and watch Beal cook or stand around and watch uh, Kyle Kuzma try and get a shot up. So... They seem to be a fully cohesive team right now. Yeah. Things could change as the season goes on, but <laughs> great start. You just got to do it for the entire season. You got to do it more than 13 games. Yeah, I like the uh, starter's decision by Wes Ansel Jr. Mainly Denny Avdia bringing that defense. He played well. Uh, four minutes left in this game. He's guarding Cade Cunningham, and he fights through a pick and recovers to block Cade at the rim. A, a great great block. So I think they're balancing the offense and the defense in the starting lineup. Avdia is just fighting on every possession, and then Will Barton, because of Avdia starting, uh, is on the bench. And, yeah, yeah, who knows what happens with this team, but yeah, Kristaps Porzingis, 20 and 25 minutes. He just, he looks like he's big, you know, in comparison to Isaiah Stewart. Uh, on the other side, he was just playing tough and strong and throwing it down. Because so, he's got that beard now. Yeah, it helps. <laughs> like a lumberjack out there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so, it helps yeah. playing the smaller Pistons team. Yes. They don't have yes. a lot of giants yes. on that he team. He looked very big, and he looks very strong. But uh, a great game from the Pistons. Just keep losing, baby. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, because because I say that in combination with their rookies looked really good. Jaden Ivey, you know, one of the highlights of the season. That, that weird drive from the right side goes up and under and tosses it in with his left hand. No glass, just pure swish. You don't see that very often. Then he had another loop-de-loop with a a, a right a step through uh, that he he scored on his right hand. And Jalen Duran, 
you know, his reputation was block shots, run, rebound, and he was doing that. And he even showed a little offensive uh, talent throwing Daniel Gafford out. So he was physical. So uh, the rookies are doing great. Troy Weaver, A-plus so far. Um, a couple other things about the Wizards here. They have the Pacers on Friday night, and then it gets very tough. Their Sunday uh, stretch of games, or starting on Sunday, I should say, is against the Celtics. Then they play the Sixers twice. They got the Nets. And they got the Grizzlies. So I think we'll quickly, quickly Stretch. learn what type of Wizards team we got here. Kuzma's having a great start to the season, though. 21-7-2, mm-hmm. shooting 48% from the floor. What I love, though, more than all of that stuff, he's getting to the line six times per game, which is a career high by a mile for Kuzma. So he's being really aggressive, he's getting some calls, and he's attacking along with the shooting. I mean, he fires it up. Like, the percentages are not going to wow you. But uh, he is, uh, you know, he's giving you 20 points every night, and he's at least getting to the line a bit. And then you said Avdia and his defense, absolutely. DeLon Wright, and as a vet coming in off the bench, you'll look at his box score. It's only five points, you know, two boards, three assists. But keep going because he absolutely blew up a lot of Detroit's action when he came in. He had four steals, a block, and six deflections in 33 possessions of playing. He picked up a hamstring injury. He's got, like, tightness there, but... They, like he was a menace on uh, Pistons players. Like they were like it was that thing where like they're afraid to dribble or pass around him uh, because he was everywhere. So he's helping them out there defensively too. And finally, Johnny Davis made his NBA debut. Some of you might be going, "Who? <laughs> Who is Johnny Davis?" I well, watched him in college, not uh, me. Okay, good. Well, here he probably, I'll give you. Who? He, he probably played better in college than he did last night. He didn't uh, hit a shot here Go in his Badgers. debut. A lot of people are really, really low on this pick. <laughs> A number a 10 pick. A lot of Wizards pick. fans, yeah. yeah. He struggles to shoot the basketball. Uh, so he's still looking for his first bucket in the league in an actual NBA game. But he got in there last night during garbage time because they were killing him. The Wizards, do you believe? Let us know in the stream team in the comments below this video or tweet them in at no Dunks Inc. We'll take our first break. Let us know. Let it snow. Are you already <laughs> referencing Christmas songs? Me too. Oh, you said let us know. When we come back, forget Christmas. We're hitting the beach. Don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, back in the classic factory. <laughs> Great split shot here uh, from our guy Jerome, uh, showing that uh, yeah, Tass and Trey wearing very very similar outfits here in the classic factory. Some some burgundy boys uh, looking like stepbrothers. They gave us the exact same amount of fabric, actually. <laughs> Tass decided to use his extra fabric for a pocket, yep. and mine yep. is for a little C- bit of a collar. <laughs> Just to make it slightly different. Oh, who's who? Who's Will Ferrell and who's John C. Riley? I think. I You're think. Pro- well, I. You th- could do both. I mean, I, I think <laughs> you, you could pull off both. I know, I know. Yeah. But, JD, but JD, who do you think is who? Yeah. Because I think uh, Trey is Will Ferrell. 
Yeah. And Tass is John C. Riley. That's, that's correct. Is that correct? I okay. think that's correct. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right on that one. I have a very operatic singing can, voice. Can you guys turn to each other and ask if whether or not you just became best friends? Did we Do just we become best, best friends? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Thank you. And uh, thanks to Pierre for suggesting that in the street. All right, let's, uh, let's hit the beach. Mm. <laughs> wow. Oh, we're having fun here on a Wednesday, aren't we, guys? We are. Uh, first question from Brent. Guys, send in your questions to nodunksattheathletic.com or tweet them in at nodunksinc on the end or leave them in the YouTube comments. This is from Brent. Hey, Dunkachinos. The Victor Wembanyama tank race is officially on. We know who the worst teams are. That's why I find it... Excuse me. That's why I find Miles Turner's injury quite fishy. I've watched a lot of basketball. I've never seen something like stepping on the ball boy happen. <laughs> Have you? Well, well, it wasn't a ball boy in the end, but anyway. Uh, my wild conspiracy theory is that the Pacers set this up. This is where Brent's going here. What other weird injuries do you think we'll see set up? Upturn, guys you love, some awe. Brent Ferrari, vroom vroom. <laughs> Why do we vroom vroom? I don't know, really but we're never going to not do it. Uh, it was a ball man. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as, as Who called that? You you called Who? it. You called I it. I was said as there's no way that's a boy. <laughs> there's no way. And in the end, it was, this is like a this is a weird story actually because it's not even like a ball person at all. It's it's like a staffer, I guess. What? Did you see the picture of the person walking around wearing clown shoes? <laughs> I think Brent is right. They set this up, wow. gave him the biggest shoes they could find. Oh, Just to walk next to the trade target, please. Uh, <laughs> it's strange. Look, it's 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 very weird that Turner uh, re-injured his ankle there by stepping on someone in warm-ups um, <laughs> yeah. and it was apparently not a ball boy at all it was someone with the team like okay who cares I don't <laughs> Anyways, yeah. anyway. I just wanted to clarify that that's why we included this question okay. we can move on no I'm no. just kidding uh, there's probably some good answers out there yeah I, th- I think actually the least creative injury excuse is probably the most conspicuous and what i mean by that is like you you're not going to give a, a player like miles turner let's say uh an oblique injury because then p- reporters are going to ask like you're not just going to randomly give an injury. i think you're gonna you're gonna see like knee management right knee management that's going around now the nba like how do you ask about that so just, that's just oh, like if you, like if they're the really hiding it i think just bogus like a bogus knee management or an elbow management those could happen That's all all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But let's go through some actual dumb potential injuries. Uh, Because Brent Ferrari, he he threw in a couple uh, examples. Someone get hit by a t-shirt gun, perhaps. Oh, wow. To the eye. But that's potentially (laughs) dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. We, We were just at the Hawks game. Uh, we have a clip from that Hawks game coming up later in the show, by the way, <laughs> we, that we that we found. We didn't find it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, but there was a, a time where uh, Harry the Hawk was trying to load the uh, T-shirt gun. I didn't like it where he had it pointed because <laughs> point it like jammed or something. It wasn't yeah. working, and you know then they're looking at it and it's like boom, right to the eye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that could get somebody. Mm, yeah. Sure, to the neck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What else? Um, I think you could pretend that a guy got carpal tunnel because he signed too many autographs. Like, you can't, you cannot question that. Uh, what, um, Jimmy Butler 
He's got an injured hand, carpal tunnel. He was signing thousands and thousands of autographs. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I, 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 Yeah. What are you going to question that? Question his uh, altruism? Helping people out? No, okay. you're not going to question that. And I think a good bit, <laughs> a good bit could be, uh, you remember uh, Bobby Moynihan from SNL? He did like the fake news character, like the secondary news reporter, like the just the bogus news stories. Like, yeah, so I heard uh, Jimmy Butler signing too many autographs, and uh, right, right, right. Uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, it's true. <laughs> you say, you say, no, it's not true. No, it's not true. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I went to uh, every kid's house that he autographed, and uh, it progressively got worse and worse and worse. His hand is injured. Yep, it's true. Yeah, there you go. Bobby Moynihan reporting on fake NBA injuries. It's <laughs> uh, yeah. a good bit. It's a good bit. <laughs> they should put it on SNL. You should do that. That's a long audition. <laughs> You know, Bobby. All right. I love it. Trey, do you have any uh, anything to add to this? Any other weird injuries that we could maybe see from some of these creative teams trying to get into the uh, to the victor races? I think a coach is going to step on a pickleball. <laughs> Sprain their ankle. A coach? A, yeah, I mean, a coach, I think, is more likely to get injured playing pickleball. Okay. Um, and then it will leave the assistant coach in charge. And who knows what kind of choices they're going to make with their rotations. Okay. They could play Whoa, anyone. Okay. But, I mean, what are you going to say if the assistant coach? They're just doing what they think is right. Yeah, that's a good one. Also, tank, tank, not with the players, tank with the coaching staff. That's next level. Next yeah. level thinking. Yeah, right very there. good. Very good. No one's going to question that. <laughs> uh, do you have a, an idea out there, a weird injury a team could uh, possibly try and, uh, try and play off this year? Let us know in the uh, comments. Okay. Our next one here. Hello, friends. I can remember a time when Anthony Davis and Carl Anthony Towns were rivals, and AD was considered the better of the two. Of course, he does have a championship, and he is a top 75 selection. But I want to know, do you guys believe this narrative will change this season as Anthony Davis's jump shooting efficiency plummets and the Lakers struggle? Personally, I think Towns may have surpassed AD somewhere in the last three seasons. Love you guys. Awesome. That's from Cam. Wants to, wants to compare. No, <laughs> no not Cam Stewart. Uh, God, I would love for Cam Stewart to send in an email, though. Uh, some some last name unknown, Cam. But Cat versus AD here, is this a, a conversation worth having? Well, Cam, the emailer, I can tell you think that Cat passed AD um, over the last two seasons, I'd say, because three seasons ago it was Anthony Davis winning a championship. Yeah, so yeah. has Cat passed him? Listen, Cat has things to worry about right here, right now, <laughs> with this season. When he has it inside, the other guy guarding Rudy Gobert is coming on over. He's got two guys to look at. That's tough. Uh, he has to guard in space now because Rudy Gobert's their, you know, their center fielder or whatever. And he's uh, he's saying some funny stuff. Uh, as uh, the Athletics' John Krasinski asked him the other day about. Uh, Anthony Edwards and what he can do on the second half of back-to-backs, and if Cat has any advice for that, it was a very weird answer from Cat. I think we got the clip, JD. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, it's a it's it's a weird. Uh, we have it, but JD's yeah. Like, let's play it. Cat Cat played it cool, a little too cool. Let's play it, JD. Uh, maybe I could do a better job of teaching him how to take care of his body. You know diet and everything so that'll be on me um i know y'all think it's funny 
up here when he talks about Popeyes and all that shit. You know, that that doesn't that doesn't make me happy to hear, you know, we're high level athletes, so um No, that's not leadership. That's not leadership calling out a guy a in the like I, I tried to I tried to try to understand it, tried to maybe maybe I was wrong. Maybe maybe let's say a good leader that we, you know, we call a good leader, like, let's say, uh, I don't know, Steph? Tim Duncan, Steph, oh, okay. anybody, yeah. like anybody, would anybody else do that? Like, would somebody call uh, a, a teammate out for not eating right <laughs> uh, when he wasn't specifically asked about it and the team's not doing well to start the season? I just, it's, no, they wouldn't, and it's mm-hmm. the wrong thing to do. And you could tell Cat with his, uh, the tongue move and the cheek, I'm playing body language doctor, but he's like, I'm going to. I'm going to rip him right here with this little quip. Look at this tongue move. I got JD to loop the tongue move. He's, he like, he's like, you know, I'm going to oh, get you, uh, Anthony Davis. Not a cool move. Not He's got to worry about the leadership. So has he passed Anthony Davis camp? I can't. They won one series, really. That's all they've won. And so it's, One plan. Uh, no, they... Oh yeah, they didn't beat the Towns Grizzlies. Towns has done That's right. nothing. They in didn't the beat playoffs. the Grizzlies. Towns has been shit in, in the playoffs, actually. Yeah. So, I mean, sure, regular season stats and all that—they're pretty comparable offensively over the last couple of years. Katza, he's an offensive start, but uh, Anthony Davis has him by leaps and bounds on the other end. AD at his pre yes. at his peak was like twenty-eight and twelve and leading the league in blocks, and then you know he joins LeBron and wins a title, and then has been injured the last two years, and and that's AD's whole thing. He can't play ever. Uh, but uh, I think that's a bit of a reach to like, I don't know. To if you're putting them in order, I guess to right now have Carlin Towns above them. I'm not doing that. And that clip is weird. That's a weird clip from your so-called leader. I feel like Towns is just asked questions regarding leadership, so he says something because he has to say something. But maybe not the most natural leader because it always comes out sounding really, really strange. I'm with you, Skeets. Like Towns is gonna play more. He's gonna be better on offense. But every single team and every single, you know, coach is going to take Anthony Davis over Carl Anthony Towns because he competes defensively and he's still a really good offensive player. The funny thing to think is that it used to be a comparison with Towns and AD and Giannis, and now it's not even a conversation that Giannis is in anymore since he's obviously the three of these best guys. And it's because he always plays and he always plays hard. That is the main difference between Giannis, Carl Anthony Towns, and Anthony Davis. You can count on Giannis every single game. What's also weird is that 2016 is when he was drafted, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And immediately he was thought of as the potential for being the face of the franchise because he was so good with the press and so good on the mic and so natural. And a lot of the times now he just uh, – he's asked about things. And, and as you said, Trey, he just – he becomes unnatural because I, I don't think the leadership thing really comes to him naturally. He's mm-hmm. obviously a ridiculously good basketball player. Uh, but – yeah, the the leadership thing he's trying to put it on, uh, which is a a strange a strange thing when you hear those those answers. Yeah, the athletic Zach Harper at Talk Hoops on Twitter had a lot of thoughts on. Uh, he's a you know diehard Wolves fan and been following Towns his whole career. He had a lot of thoughts on this matter, this clip, and and the weird choice of words and how it rings hollow. Uh, just the idea, I guess, of Cat being a leader. I mean, this is coming after a loss here too, and so it's it, it was strange. Um, but <laughs> I think he's a bit of a strange guy in the end. Yeah, I'll never forget, uh, before last season, when he was talking about watching animals fight each oh, other yeah, to right, get fired right, up right. to play a basketball game. Like, I don't know, that, that that to me is very similar to this clip, where it's like, what are you doing to get hyped up? I gotta say something tough. 
I watch yeah. animals fight against each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just I don't even know if he's strange. It's just he's trying to put something on. He's trying to put on yeah. this yes. facade yeah. of being a, a leader, and it just just play the press game, like like you know. Th- that's why there's there's so much said in that locker room, and I and I wonder how they're all gonna jive. It just doesn't doesn't seem to be working right now. But that's the thing. Last year it was. It, it, they 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 did have a lot of chemistry. So what happens now with uh, Carl, who's drafted in 2015? I was wrong about that. Carl. Uh, next one. Good evening, chaps. Or good morning here still. Uh, longtime listener from England. Uh, no dunks is the best way to keep up with the wonderful w- world of the NBA when you are a few thousand kilometers from the action. Nice to see kilometers in an email. Yeah. Always miles this, miles that down here. <laughs> Take us back to the kilometers. Yeah, you're a big Celsius guy. You're Hell, never, you're never yeah. gonna switch. No, no, I, I do love the miles actually, <laughs> but uh, not 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 Fahrenheit. No way, not never. my house. Never, never. Oh, you're a runner though. Hey, this thing in here that doesn't even work anymore. That's uh, you got that program to Fahrenheit. I saw. I can't figure it. I don't think it has Celsius. <laughs> oh, you're. A, I'm, <laughs> we're sold. Okay. No, I, can't I can't figure, figure it out. out. <laughs> well, it doesn't have a digital display. Anything that doesn't have a digital display, you can't figure it out. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, back to the email. Okay, well, you back to you. Lo- you what? should love kilometers because you're a runner. Kilometers are so much more. Oh, I just ran forty nah, kilometers see, I, I don't or twenty like miles. And I guess uh, you ran so much further. Yeah, it feels like I really, it feels like I really ran when I ran six miles. This sounds like more to me than oddly the higher number of kilometers. <laughs> kilometers are over like that. Uh, I can't track them. I can't even count. Can't even track. I can't count that high. You know how many kilometers there are in a marathon? Forty. For, it's like forty-two 20, or something. Forty-two point two. I don't know. Twenty-six point one. Is it 26.2 miles? I thought it was just. Oh, yeah, 26.2. Yeah, because yeah, it's 13.1. Yeah, 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 for, yeah a, for a half. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, okay. Anyways, the, right. I guess we could Google it. No. 42.15 kilometers in a marathon. Wow. 195. See, see. When you're out I'm reading there, over your shoulder. You're out there on the road, Tash. And you are. You're starting to dabble, I see, in half marathons here. You're out there on the road. You're out there in the woods. You can't, you're, you're crunching the, the numbers woods. in your head. Yeah. You can't get, a, you get too many numbers with your kilometers. Keep it a little more simple with your miles. Okay. I don't get it, but sure. <laughs> Trust me. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, you know I'm going to start. Uh, <laughs> Bumper stickers for quarter marathons. Everybody's putting half marathons. And what about those people that run a quarter marathon? Okay. 6.05? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. It'd be what? 6.55. Yeah. That's the, this is the thing with yeah. the running, because the miles are in some races, but then the kilometers are in other. 10K, very popular uh, mm-hmm. measure of race. 5K, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's going... Uh, 1K? Oh, Give I me a 3.11. I got a 3.11. Yeah, 1K yeah, right, coming yeah. up. <laughs> My question. What? What is the most confident X is the new Y type of prediction? <laughs> kilometers are <laughs> so the, the new, new miles. miles. <laughs> uh could, it could be a team that emulates the success or failure of another. It could be a player. My hot take is that the 2024 OKC Thunder are the new 2022 Cavaliers. Okay, I think uh, what wow. they're saying is next year's Thunder next year. are last year's Cavaliers. <laughs> is that right? You, yeah, you can't say next year. You can't make a prediction about next year. Is keep, that a prediction? Keep up the good work and show more dogs. <laughs> now, do you mean our feet? <laughs> Or actual dogs. Uh, cheers. That's from Will 
In the UK, specifically in Leicester. Whoa, That's how yeah. it's pronounced. Not The soccer team is not Leicester. No. No, I was we a Leicester wrong. on the show yesterday. That's my, <laughs> my, my bad. My bad. Anyway, it is a fun question for everybody listening, joining us live. Like, what is your most confident X is the new Y? Again, teams, players, anything. Go ahead, Trey. Zion is the new Bill Walton. What? What? You got me intrigued. You thought I was going to say Shaq. Maybe you thought I was going to say Charles Barkley. Yeah. yeah. Maybe even thought I was going to say Larry Johnson. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> No, I'm saying Bill Walton. Okay, why? Because every time Zion steps on the court, he's one of the best players in the league. Guaranteed. Just like Bill Walton was. Wow. The question is always wow. going to be, is he stepping on the court? Unfortunately, he missed last night. A freak fall after the block by Jordan Clarkson. Just landed on his big old booty, and it didn't work out. But it's always going to be a question, just like it was for Bill Walton. Hmm. But when Bill Walton was able to string together enough games during a season, the Blazers won a championship, or he won an MVP. So, Jeez. one of the best guys on the court, but is he on the court? Maybe not always. Hopefully, we get more Zion than Bill. Will you Will one. you go nuts if Zion comes out that he's like a huge Grateful Dead fan? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'll be pretty surprised, but yes. <laughs> All right, that's yeah. a, I was not expecting that. No, I thought I was stretching it at the beginning of the season when I said Blake Griffin is the new Bill Walton, a redhead, uh, jo- joining a team at the end of his career hopefully gonna win a ship with them uh but scion the new bill oh, walton hey, that's he good he broke man. down why i like very it very good what do you very what do you have? i don't have one. Oh, you don't no i got one okay. we were talking about the pelicans obviously at the start of this show and winning last night could it be that this year's pelicans are last year's grizzlies oh it could be yeah i, I see some similarities sure. here with the depth obviously your your the your top-notch talent which is a you know, Grizzlies have, of course, in John Morant, that would be Zion here. But then, you know, second tier is Bean and Jaron Jackson Jr. I think that's very easily McCollum and, and sort of Brandon Ingram right there. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I was I, was, I swerved in our over-unders. I said, give me the under because everybody's everybody, everybody is so over on the Pelicans. It took like one or two games. I said, I think I'm wrong on this one. I would be changing my vote to over. And I guess that means I, I see this team as like a 50-win team. And, and, and some, may, you know, some maybe some playoff success like it makes sense too if you look back to two years because the Grizzlies two years ago were like a ninth seed getting in in the play-in putting up a little fight getting some reps in the playoffs that's the Pelicans possibly last year so maybe the uh yeah that little transition is uh continuing here Jordan from nice. Canada in the stream team agrees with you he says the exact oh, same thing uh there's some other good ones here in the stream team Anthony Edwards is the new Latrell Sprewell Interesting. <laughs> Ilgvar oh, Severs. All right. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm not sure that's a compliment. Yeah. I guess it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spree was a he was a beast for a couple of years. Bones Highland is the new Jamal Crawford, according to uh, Sunny. Oh, I think Jordan Poole might be after those moves last night. Holy that crap! Was, that was nice. That was some. That was some. Uh, wait, did you say Jordan Crawford, or Jamal Crawford? You said Jamal. I said Jamal. Jamal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, those moves last night oh, got, that, got LeBron. That one tweet. where he may have double dribbled, I, it's still like can't I was like, see, did can't he tell. Put yeah. hand on the ball? But I mean, that's that was nuts. That's straight from the bag of Stephen Curry. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you can see the Jamal. Uh, and uh, a funny one, referencing our show yesterday. Yeah. Benedict Matherin is the new Jerry Stackhouse, uh, according <laughs> yes. to Francis. Yeah, I like Bonnet. Yes. If, you know, if, if he starts going to the line. Uh, Matherin does and starts uh, starts doing the squat, <laughs> the little deep poo, squat. yeah, the deep poo out of the free throw line like Jerry used to do. Ooh, watch out! Uh, all right, great question there, Will in Leicester. Uh, 
Which, uh, thank you for the pronunciation. That's nice. That yeah, nice Lester. Thank you. Yeah. Lester Freeman. Uh, Jordan from Canada said, uh, yo, if I can get a, sh- get a shout out, anyone can. <laughs> you, you are... Uh, <laughs> You're what everyone should aspire to be, Jordan from Canada. You know Jordan's repping the Celsius up there in Canada. Sure. <laughs> uh, final one. Dear No Donkey Bunch, if you reach if if you reach 60,000 subscribers on YouTube, will JD release his MCU spec script? <laughs> Fingers crossed. JD, you just got cheeved because oh. that's from Cheeve himself. In <laughs> <laughs> just got cheeved. You just got cheeved. I'm, I'm, I'm flattered that you think I have specs crypts just lying around here. Uh, well, I don't, <laughs> you obviously. Don't? Uh, I could write one, sure. If you were writing a spec script for the MCU, which character would it be for? Yeah, great, great question. <laughs> I actually looked into this this morning because... Um, all of the characters that I read as a kid, they were already have movies. All mm. literally all of them. Really? Except for one. Okay. And it's Alpha Flight, the Canadian oh, Avengers, the Canadian X Men. I know. <laughs> wow. I know. So Who who give give us the Canadian X Men. Who is it? <laughs> who is it? Yeah. You got Guardian. Okay. Guardian. He's, yeah, he's like the Captain America of. of he Canada. guards Celsius. Yeah. yeah. And the rights to kilometers. Hold yeah. on, hold on. So yeah, my my pitch, my pitch, the script is going to be a Deadpool, because he's Canadian. Crossover. Deadpool is Canadian. He's from Regina. Oh, it's wow. And Ryan Reynolds is actually Canadian too. <laughs> Ryan, that's Ryan Reynolds. He's yeah, Canadian. Yeah. That's exactly right. Okay, we're looking at a pick here of uh, what are they called? Uh, Alpha Flight. Alpha Flight. Team yeah. Canada. So okay. you got Sasquatch. Yeah. Um, the indigenous guy, I think his name is Shaman. I'm not sure. Okay. You have the little guy, Puck. <laughs> what? <laughs> this oh, is hockey he loves hockey. His name is Hey, Puck. is there a hockey Puck. game breaking out here? I'll play. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you want to play defenseman <laughs> or forward? I'll be the Puck. He's shaped like a Puck. I don't think he's making it into my movie, to be honest. <laughs> okay, who's that? Uh, <laughs> when are they going to introduce football to the Avengers? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, these other ones, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm, you don't know. Who I grabbed this picture because Deadpool was. In. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, there's a Mr. and Mrs. Half Flag. <laughs> yeah, that's Guardian, the guy, that, oh. and I guess that's his his wife, Guardian. Mrs. Guardian? That, they should be Celsius in yeah. kilometers. Oh, be. totally, totally. Yeah. And so, who's that Ice Queen? We don't know. Uh, that might is that Emma Frost? Might be. I don't know. Is she Canadian? Is she Canadian? <laughs> she, she does that. Uh, she just makes maple syrup, taps trees out in the woods of Quebec. Emma Frost. There was, there was, uh, in Deadpool two, there was an Alpha Flight Easter egg. Oh, interesting. But it's. It's it's Alpha Flight oh. travel agency oh, on the on the top of an ad on the top of a cab the cab that they drive Jeez. around. Jeez. So maybe maybe. Oh, what do you mean maybe? Of course it'll be. Well, I guess. But this is a travel agency. It's not a the Canadian. Uh, no, I mean X-Men I mean give it time. There's going to oh, be an Alpha it. Flight movie. There's going to be a show at least. Yeah. Right. Come on. I can definitely see a scene. Is Captain America still alive in the MCU? Yeah. Uh, oh, he's well, old. He's well, old. He's, old. he's, yeah. right. he's old. old. Oh, there's yeah. a new one. Too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So of course. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Sam Reynolds. No, Sam Wilson. Yeah. I can see him having a conversation with Guardian about what's better, Fahrenheit or Celsius, miles and kilometer. Uh, uh, like oh, that's yeah. a Marvel scene right there totally. for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 
<laughs> uh, right Tony Stark would never measure in Celsius, and he was the smartest man alive. Ooh. Yeah, but yes, he it's... was he was in meters and centimeters. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Wow. Guaranteed. Great counterpoint. Man of science. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Fahrenheit's more accurate. <laughs> Fahrenheit's more accurate. Anyway, you're not going to get a full script. Maybe okay. a treatment. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I'm not writing a script. I got doing nine shows a week over nah, here. They're, they're dwindling down. Baseball's going away. F1's yeah, right. going away. You're right. Write, well, let's, get to, let's get to 60,000 <laughs> subscribers, and then maybe we'll get to Let's get to 60 k Also a good call. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. I got to get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute. But man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Okay, uh, pick them results from last night. Uh, Warriors Suns, Tass and Trey had Golden State uh, to cover because the Suns were favored by two and a half at home. I took Phoenix and I got the win. Uh, a rare win here for your boy Skeetsy. I improve, if you want to call that, to two and four. Trey two and four, Tass four and two here in October. Uh, ten games on tonight. Where are we going? The big Wednesday night schedule here. Raptors going to get some revenge on the Sixers. Nets, Bucks. Game on ESPN. <laughs> Milwaukee is finally playing again. Yep, yep. They've been off so long. And they're still undefeated. Yeah. Uh, the Spurs and the Wolves a rematch from the other night when the uh, Spurs embarrassed the Wolves. Let's mm. do it again. Oh, the boy. Wolves are favored by eight and a half. Skeets and myself think they'll bounce back and win by nine or more. Goodness, that's a lot of points. Trey's going to take the uh, plus eight points with the San Antonio yep. Youngins. Uh, all right, yeah, tough. This is gonna be. These are gonna be some interesting pickums this year with these like back to backs or these, you know, two games in a row here between these teams. I feel yeah. like there'll be a lot of them that will be. Using. Yeah, what we got here with the Raptors split with the Heat. Yeah. In a, a two game set, this Rockets Jazz one. This is a home and home, right? Yeah, yeah. there's some of they, those. They as well. uh, they're traveling here. Mm. So yeah, I guess that's this is the third one of the season, maybe perhaps. Okay, so uh, two of us have uh, Minnesota Tess and I to win by nine or more. Trey's just got to cover with the Spurs there. Lots of lots of games on. Okay, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Twitter. 
tweet of the night. It did come yesterday, but it feels like it's older. Yeah. Because on Monday's show, Skeets and I gave a winner of the weekend to a dad at the Hawks <laughs> game on Sunday who made an insane leap to win his son a prize during an in-arena contest. Oh. We couldn't find the video, but the Hawks dug it up. And just look at the distance on this leap that this dad makes when he realizes he's winning the Xbox. <laughs> I think it's like a 12-foot a diameter in the circle here. And he jumps from outside the circle. Oh, he just gets on it. I'm telling you, that's like a seven-foot leap by this man. Got some height, too. Impressive. Got some height, too. Yeah, good height jumper. This um, guy. And never wavered. He goes no. for the jump. He realizes there's a chance I'm going to the hospital. Going to Grady Hospital with a broken tailbone here. But I'll but be no. playing Xbox. <laughs> I got an Xbox. It'll be fun. I got games. I subscribe to the service. Uh, and he lands it. Great stuff uh, from that dad and great stuff from the Hawks to dig up this video. Yeah. Yes. Do you think they heard our show? I think they listened. On Monday? Yeah. yeah. I do. And we're like, uh, why At we least win? one person listens. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, we want to talk to this dad. If, they're, if you're listening out there, we want to talk to the dad. Let's have a conversation with the dad about his jump, about his leap, how he did that. I want to meet was, that dad. I, was perf- I, was- I want to meet that dad in person. We are in Atlanta. Come here, dad. Play Xbox with him. Yeah. I yep. haven't played the, the new Xbox, so yes, I'd like to play that. Too. The only thing that could have been better is at that game, they were handing out – it was like kids' night because it was a weird like 5 p.m. start, yep. this Hornets Hawks games, and they were handing out uh, capes – like little superhero capes for all the kids. I guess anybody could grab one. Would have been great if Dad had one on because his kid yeah. did. While he did that jump, that thing would have been flowing in the back. But would have been really nice. He, okay, like I'm glad that clip confirms how far that dude took off. Right? Yeah. When yep. we were selling it on Monday, we yeah. were like, okay, I'm sure he jumped a couple feet. He. Leaped. It was a huge jump. I I, I did question. Like he really, he jumped into a beanbag. You guys were saying he could have got injured. Well, you like, but he just I, makes I it thought on. It was one of those like inflatable beanbag sort of chairs, which to me, if you hit it, it could slip out of the way. Yeah, very easily. it was a bit of a softie. It Anyways. had some more weight. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. here it is again. He, he crushed <laughs> it. Run it back. But like, yeah, you're right. It has some weight. But he nails it. He nails it. It's a solid land. The kid is pumped. That's my dad. That's awesome. That's my dad. That's my Xbox. That's literally my dad. He just <laughs> want me an Xbox. He I looks cool guy. as hell, <laughs> and he can jump. Oh, oh man! <laughs> yeah, did oh, they yeah. did they give him that Dominique shirt? Well, so no, the game was it was musical chairs, four dads in the middle, and then the guy gets on the mic and goes, uh, "Find me a shoe." They had to run to like the literally, uh, you know, the front row courtside seats and get somebody to give them whatever the item was give me a that shoe shirt. i think the last one was a maybe a jersey or something whatever jersey for sure uh, yeah. was the last one. so he got so people shirt. are scrambling and like he just like he cooked the, the the second dad left like he couldn't get a shirt or something like that so then <laughs> so he put on a no show no one would give him a shirt can't wait to ask him that question in person pierre <laughs> pierre publicos made the same comment that i did even before i did get him on the show you're right pierre publico <laughs> How? he's, I mean, coming, to Par- he's coming to paris 2024 high jump <laughs> He's got good, good, good comment, Ignatius Roberto. <laughs> okay, My dad can jump higher than your dad. Good comment, Pierre Publico. <laughs> MCU. Okay, forget. Okay, anyway. uh, I mean, if we have him on, we should have a dads versus dads like contest. Ooh. Yeah, I'll, I'll host jump it. Off I'll host yeah. it. Uh, and all three of us. Yeah. yeah. Like in that'd be great. Other events, not just jumping. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> Let's make a day of it. 
We're just gonna have this complete stranger on to have our own Olympic games. The Dad Dad Olympics. Dad. <laughs> Dad Olympics is great. Let's like the most it does sound Dad, funny. Okay, Dad Olympic events. Let's come up with some. I would say putting away the garden hose. <laughs> oh yeah, wrapping right? it up. Wrapping yeah, it up wrapping it up. Whatever. A speed great. one. <laughs> Who could carry the biggest TV? Okay, or, or <laughs> like groceries back up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Most yeah. bags of groceries. Yeah. That's a good one. That's yeah. a great one. <laughs> Dad Olympics. I know yeah. you guys got suggestions. Let's make it happen. <laughs> Whether this guy's involved or not, we're doing this. Oh, we got Greg here saying, my dad holds the BYU high jump record. <laughs> good comment, Greg Stapleton. Wow, that's baller. <laughs> okay. yeah. Dad's watching other dads fixing something. That's a great <laughs> event. <laughs> great. <laughs> I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Okay, I like uh, something about putting toys away because that could be mm. like colored toys too. You know what I mean? Like all organizing. The- organizing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh man. <laughs> There's something here. There's something here. <laughs> Who can make the best leftover dish with crap from the <laughs> Just the worst stuff. Just the worst stuff you can find. Uh, Finding the remote. Uh, for, for, for me, it's always, hey, uh, what's in the fridge? Put it in a bowl, heat it up, and eat it with tortilla chips. <laughs> oh, that's a meal. <laughs> it's, it's called dip. <laughs> that's a good one from uh, Defective Sloth. Uh, fastest dad to fall asleep for a nap. <laughs> we just start. We just put on some golf on the TV. Get uh, you guys to the couches. And we start the clock. Us three and this guy we've never met. We're all gonna be falling asleep here. Uh, <laughs> I love him. So He'd be into it. He would do it. I think he would. Yeah, I think he, would. he looks he competitive. Would. Oh, I love it. Okay, let's call it there. Uh, if you have. Uh, events you'd like to see in the uh, Dad Olympics. Let us know. Uh, what a way oh, to end the show. I literally have tears in my eye. Yeah. Okay, uh, later today, hopefully some more Tears from Laughter. Is this good? At 2 p.m. Eastern, we will have it up here on No Dunks, but it'll be your final time to listen or watch in our feeds because Matios spun it off. There are Is This Good YouTube and podcast feeds. So search for it or uh, click the links. So I'll make sure to try and get them in today's show uh, for you to easily jump over to those and subscribe. Amir Blumenfeld from Jake and Amir coming on. So that should be a fun one. Absolutely. All right. And then we'll see you here tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern to talk about tonight's games. Till then, Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. (laughs) Awesome. What? Uh, What? uh, Okay, so I'm I'm reading them. I'm I'm looking for a real quippy line to end the show, courtesy of the stream team. First dad to go to the store for milk. Okay, Alex. Loudest snore. Ignatius Roberto. Okay. Um, Slowest dad peer. What? (laughs) Slowest dad urinator. The slowest urinator. What? Is it the fastest or the slowest would win the award? I guess. I, I guess would, the dad is the slower. No, I would one. change it to yeah, like who, like uh, the event is who can sit on the can the longest. <laughs> like it's like you're getting away from the kids. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. you know, you get your phone, maybe a but book. But you need things to be annoying you to become like you can't just sit there. You need things that oh, that's like you know a baby crying or like. You know, sure. something that would actually make you get up. Okay, listen, we'll work on it. Okay. All right, thanks. All thanks, right. thanks, everybody. La- slowest dad peer. That got me. Embrace <laughs> the day, people. Embrace your dads, too. Embrace the dad. <laughs> Thank you.
Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic.